Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome in Big Issues, Big Guests. So the Daily Mail had a piece this week, a big poll. One in five young Americans has a positive view of Osama bin Laden. We've been hearing about that you know, uh, TikTok and related things. And a Daily Mail poll results revealed three in 10 Gen Zers think the views of the 9-11, they use the term mastermind, were a force for good. Why were we never told about that? Look at this here. How can they refute this? So is it, uh, well, the solution, there are two solutions I have, but we have a great guest uh, with us, who uh, sadly lost her husband on 9-11, but went on for the rest of us and is now the national chair of the 9-11 Families United. And these groups still going strong. I think about that when we devoted the only major station in America, I think, on the 20th anniversary, devoted the entire day, if you remember, to the 20th anniversary of 9-11. So we are a few years past that. What's it going to be like when we're 25 or 30 years past it? What is the disconnect here that should be done? Let's go to Terry Strata, who is the national chair of the 9-11 Families United. Terry, thank you uh, very much. And again, thank you for taking that loss and continuing, because that's for all of us. It's helpful to everybody. Thank you for joining us. Yes. So thank you so much for having me. Terry, tell us a little bit, if you can, about the background of your husband. What happened on that day? Well, Tom was uh, energetic, you know, loving husband and father. He got up on that Tuesday morning to go to work. We had three young children in the house. They were seven, four, and four days old. And Tom was only going to go work half a day and come home early. And he kissed me goodbye and said, I'll see you later. It was... I don't know, almost close to nine o'clock when the phone rang and it was Tom on the other end and, and his voice was very frantic and there was screaming and commotion and a noise going on in the background that something I'd never heard before. And Tom worked on the trading floor, you know, for 20 years. I, I, I've heard a mm-hmm. lot of screaming, but it was nothing like this. The, the, these were um, horrifying sounds I was hearing. And he told me that a plane had hit the building. He was going to the stairwell and he was going to try to get out. You know, we exchanged some things I keep private, but um, it was horrifying, and I never heard from him again. So when you see things like this, you know, these are pretty substantial. There have been several on the radar screen, Terry, in the last month, two months or so of these ramblings, particularly the bin Laden letter. And it's hard to believe ignorance, I think, is one of this, that bin Laden, even for people who didn't have living memory of that day, wouldn't have some sense of it because it went on for a while before we got bin Laden. So what do you attribute that this to? And, and that takes us hopefully toward a solution. Right. I'm with you. I, I am deeply concerned with the lack of empathy or their ability to understand what terrorism is, what it does, how it affects us, how it affects the people that were murdered on that day and how it affected our country and and the world. I mean, 9-11 changed a lot of things around the world. And for these people to, they're these young, you know, to to think that Osama bin Laden um, 
to, should be sympathized with and to now you know be in agreement with with what he wanted it it definitely is on ignorance because they don't get it they don't understand that his stated goal was to impose a virulent version of islam promoted by saudi arabia on the infidels which is us the the, the citizens mm-hmm. and the non-believers worldwide including here in america you know, this radical version of Islam treats women as second-class citizens. It still persecutes homosexuals, kills journalists, and embraces beheadings for even minor deviations. And this is what Osama bin Laden's end goal was, to indoctrinate and, and have everyone in the world fall under radical Islam. For them to have any type of sympathy with that is mind-boggling. It is. So uh, first solution, uh, Terry, you don't know this probably. I'm I'm a former teacher and I taught in South Jersey prior to doing this. I don't think I'm very reluctant to have more mandates or whatever. And I knew New Jersey because I was helpful in that, that you have to teach about 9-11. But I think on the day, too, and in some other ways. So as your group take a position on that, that's one of the first lines of defense that the schools have to, particularly the farther away from it we get. Yeah, I'm 100% in agreement with you. And what I've been working on for the last 20 years, you know, is holding the kingdom accountable and getting to the truth of what happened on 9-11 so that, yes, we can teach it properly in the schools. And as soon as I'm finished working in Washington, D.C. on legislation to help the families, I I, um, 100% plan on being involved in with a state or a nationwide curriculum that teaches 9-11 correctly. You cannot leave out the part (laughs) where the radical Islamists and the kingdom was involved and the reasons behind it. And you have to be able to teach everyone. There is not a single grievance on this planet that the solution is mass murder. Terrorism needs to be understood at the Mm -hmm. level that it, it, it hurts and what it's out what its goal is and yes so i agree with you we need to do a much better job educating our children and i would like to see a nationwide curriculum that starts when they're very young and we teach about the you know the heroes of the day to the point you get up to middle school you can start to learn all about the facts of the day and then when you're in high school you should learn the history of why who and how we were so brutally attacked you reference a kingdom a couple of times. I take your point. I'm a golfer, for example, and it sickens me, the stuff I've seen with the PGA Tour and the sports washing they engage in. And yet uh, various administrations, time after time, we want to look the other way and not be factual about their involvement in this because of oil again, money. God knows what's behind the scenes. So give us a sense of what you're trying to do. Okay, so we've been um, suing the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia since 2002. So I've been involved for over 20 years. The work that I do always supports the case that we have against the kingdom and trying to get the full truth about 9-11. We can't protect ourselves going forward unless we understand exactly how the the kingdom operated to pull off 9-11, right? So they use their state-funded charities. They used their state-funded banks. They allowed al-Qaeda to use their banking system. They, you know, they, they had a deal with Osama bin Laden. You know, you're, you stay out of our country. You know, they kicked him out of Saudi Arabia, and we will fund you. We will give you the money you need. I think it was something like $30 million a year to fund your mm-hmm. al-Qaeda, your terrorist group, which then grew to be very large. And as long as you're not attacking us, we don't care what you do. Well, that isn't good enough, right? You can't fund a terrorist organization and then throw your hands up in the air when they murder 3,000, nearly 3,000 Americans on American soil and say we had nothing to do with it. They had everything to do with it, Dom. They were running an anti-American pro-jihadist program in the embassy in Washington, D.C. Prince Bandar, the ambassador to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia's wife's bank account. They were using her bank account to transfer money out to the hijackers in San Diego. We have... Uh, listed over a dozen Saudi nationals that were involved in this program. Some had diplomatic credentials. Some were reporting to very high ups in the in So the let, let me ask you, Terry, what's the roadblock on this then? What is it? Is it the legal system saying the allegations you just made, you don't have good enough proof? Or what's the hurdle yeah. of getting to the bottom of it? Yeah, so the evidence is, is very, very strong. The, the hurdles are the kingdom. And yes, 
the families had to go to Washington, D.C., and we had to change legislation so that we could, in fact, hold a foreign country accountable for sponsoring an attack Hmm. on American soil. That wasn't allowed until we passed the Justice Against Sponsors of Terrorism Act. The kingdom um, keeps going and asking to be dismissed from the case based on a variety of reasons. And they do, they do get members of Congress, they do get the administration to help them over us. So we've always been fighting. We fought the Bush Hmm. administration, Obama, Trump, and now we're fighting the, Biden administration, but Congress has always stood by the families, and Congress works very closely with us to help us achieve our goals, and again, it's about the truth. Absolutely. Well, Terry, give us the website where we can find you at uh, 9-11 Families United. Right, that's it, uh, 9-11familiesunited.org, and you'll see quite a bit about the current legislation that we're working on, and you'll see the history, and you can see documents. It's all there. And I hope once we get this uh, truth out there and we can then go back and get our schools to educate our youth because we are in serious trouble if we start to normalize terrorism and sympathize with terrorists. That's a very, very, very scary um, outlook. Terry, thank you very, very much. And again, thank you. I see this, what you're doing. Uh, through all that pain and losing your husband, you're doing it for all Americans, you and the families involved. Thank you. Have a great new year. Yes, thank you so much. All right, Terry Strata here on Talk Radio 1210. And uh, again, it's this, well, what about the other? Why didn't we know about this bin Laden letter? This is making some sense to me here. I got, you know, Imagine, oh, yeah, it's emotional, just the pain of widows and the others and all that. What about bin Laden's side? Yeah, what about bin Laden's side? What about Saudi Arabia's side? Again, I can't look at John Rahm uh, right now. And as a golfer, I liked him a lot. You know, and he's winning gazillion dollars on the uh, PGA Tour, uh, et cetera. But he just signed, I think it's for $637 million for the uh, Live Golf Tour, again, which is sports washing. That's that's what they're engaging. That's what they're doing. I thought the PGA Tour settled with them, but apparently they still have the upper hand here. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's stunning. It's for me, too. I mean, I'm not a golf fan by any means, but when WWE started going over to Saudi Arabia, yeah. I kind of had a similar sentiment. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they couldn't have women's matches because, uh, you know, it's... Yeah. It, like still, there are rules set upon the wrestlers that it's just why, why are we doing this? It, it's greed. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got a reaction to that interview. Let's go to uh, Tony in Delaware. Tony, you're on Talk Radio twelve ten. Hey, Tony. Good afternoon. Hey, Dom. Good afternoon, Dan. I think you were right uh, with your prediction. I remember back in the day you said that live thing wasn't a good thing or whatever you did. But anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, my um, everybody's talking about 9-11, 9-11. You know, yeah, all the soldiers did all that and everything. But what about December 7th, 1941? That was the first time we were uh, attacked. Right. Nobody wants to talk about that. So we're, well, we have to change the date to 12-7, you know, uh, to make it something like that. This, uh, I understand. And listen, I'm a veteran. Seven years, the United States Army, been Bahrain, Iraq, Camp Spiker, did all that. Well, Tony, thank you for your service in that, and Happy New Year. Look, and the Japanese attack on uh, uh, December 7th, we talked about this, that that always should be a day of remembrance of it, etc. But the difference is, it's not just recency bias, this is still ongoing. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's the big difference. At least with the Japanese, we know the whole thing. Right. Imperial Japan doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, we, exactly. We won, you know? Right, exactly. And MacArthur came in and did a wonderful job of changing that society. Same thing with Germany. I made that the other day. This is ongoing, and this is more difficult. Uh, that pundit that said, well, you know, someday Gaza will be like Japan and Germany. Very doubtful. Very doubtful. You know, it's amazing that kind of spin. But uh, Terry Strada, great stuff. 
And, and like, the thing is, uh, how many years are we now? 22? Yes. 22 years after Pearl Harbor, I don't think there were people supporting Imperial Japan saying, you right. know, they, oh, they had a good Oh, I saw Tojo's letter. Like, they, they yeah. did a good job of remaining that, even through my generation of, yeah. you know, how terrible Pearl Harbor is. And now we have young people, because I, I guess they're just not educating them on 9-11, that are sympathizing with Osama bin Laden. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, you know what it is? It's a smarter-than-the-room thing, too, Dan. They see this letter from, well, how come we weren't taught this? We taught what? The reignings of this lunatic? What were you being taught? It's all part of, well, America's bad. We know the flaws of America. Again, can't say that enough. And ongoing flaws, like having Joe Biden as president. Okay, 855-839-1210. You get a line. Hit us on that side question. All-time sweaters. Uh, We'd love to uh, have you on that. George Costanza eating Kung Pao chicken. Yes, that was great uh, makeup work, great stuff they did with uh, the sweat there. Uh, Tom Jones. Yes. He, is because a, he sweats a lot. I think they do that because they want the women to throw articles up to wipe the sweat off. That's oh, part is of that the what deal. it is? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, they spray him with water when he goes yeah, back. I think Elvis was, yeah, I thought Elvis was a pretty good. Uh, yeah, he was said a couple times on Twitter, but specifically Fat Elvis. Like his, oh, the later, brutal. Yeah, the later Elvis. The, the, the puffed up over, like a blowfish type of thing. Oh, man, how did Elvis still go out there with that giant belt on, man? And uh, DK Stout on Twitter, he says he agrees with you. Cool Hand Luke wins the award for sweatiest movie of all time. Uh, I'm going to send that guy an award. You run once, you got one set of chains. (laughs) You know the rest. You ain't going to run a third time. The man with no eyes. Uh, 855. George Kennedy, I think, was up for supporting actor Oscar in that, and he deserved it. Drag. Playing drag, yeah. <laughs> Paul Newman, magnificent in that. Oh, by the way, today, two big movie things. Let me not forget. A, I think, arguably... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The best actor of the last 30 years or so, Denzel. Denzel Washington is 69 today. Now, I don't know what he won the second Oscar for. Nice. He won the first for Training Day. And I, I think they're better film. But I got to say, though, that's hard to believe that that's Denzel Washington, how he beefed up and the look in Training Day. The other is this week, I'm not sure if it was today or tomorrow, Dan. The greatest film of all time was released. Godfather 2 was released. Oh, wow. I still think it's the greatest film of all time. It, it is the bigness, the saga, 
the expansion. Of, it's not Godfather. It's Godfather 2. Someone, someone in the YouTube chat was saying yesterday that they uh, thought the Godfather was a bit overrated and oh. dragged at the time. So this is a little bit slow. No way. I mean, how could you? <laughs> That's blasphemy. Not me speaking. I'm just putting that out there. Uh, it was, Godfather it was said two, in the chat. Godfather 2 is better, though. What do you say is the greatest film of all time, then? Uh, I don't even know. No? No. Yeah, you don't want to... Like, I, I, I hate to say it because you're going right. to rail me for it, but I, I, I personally, it might be Forrest Gump for me. No, it's a great film. And again, it's got bigness, the swath of taking Forrest through all those things. It's got great humor. A lot, when, yeah. When he's there with Kennedy and Bear Bryant and all that stuff. And, and yeah. like I, when you, you heard my Christmas movie of all time being Elf, and what I liked about that is yeah. there's a lot of themes that play out, yeah. the father-son, the, the relationship aspect. And I, I like that about Forrest Gump is you really have every theme that's kind of hit upon. It's, it's a war film at a point. It's a romantic yeah. film, you know? And Jenny... Popping up at every turn. Several people reporting today that the Biden administration is more than inching. They're doing it pretty quickly. Strategy in Ukraine, meaning a defensive mode. They're getting it. And ultimately, they'll have to give up some territory in order to have a negotiated settlement. I am telling you, though, once we get past the new year and they're back there, whenever that is, in Congress... Guy Reschenthaler, who's a minority whip, deputy whip, Republican side, he didn't mean to say, you know, he was saying, I don't really like this. And that was some of the things they're going to agree to on the border in order to give them $61 billion. I don't think you can make an agreement like that. Anything you do on the border, the Biden administration is just blatantly saying the border is fine and 10,000 people a second seem like they're coming through. So uh, they're seeking help from Mexico to slow down crossings, and we'll give them billions of more dollars. Now, we have to deal with Mexico in the manner that Trump did. You're not going to like what we're going to do if you don't help with this in some way, shape, or form. We know, you know, you're not much of a country, but you're going to have to help with this. My God, I'm looking just over the four-day Christmas weekend, 35,000-plus since December 1st, 250,000. And, Dan, you know it's still eating at me, and I have it on my list. And I, I can't put it. The list gets longer every day that i got to get to the bottom. I want to take it off the list. That guy from Guinea who told Bill Malugian, the uh, Fox guy, <laughs> he, had, he held up his piece of I've paper. Been out here for, like, weeks ago. Yeah, Steve Keeley, I know it's eating at him. i got to beat Steve Keeley to the punch here. He's trying to get where was that guy going, getting on a plane. And the Inquirer has a big article because the various illegal immigrant groups the other day were caught a bit by surprise, and they want to be ready. A plane of people here at Migrants had to be diverted to Philadelphia. It was going to either Chicago or New York, and they had to land here because of some plane problem. So they rushed over with hot chocolate and all the other stuff they're doing here. The greatest uh, of the past two years, political and moral decision, was Governor Abbott. I hope that guy runs for president someday. The uh, decision to send these migrants to various American cities. The Brandon guy uh, out there in uh, Chicago, as here's the uh, Chicago mayor. You just made the list! Uh, on this one, well, first of all, he's making a lot of news because he's saying, well, you know, we want to be a sanctuary city, but we can't handle this. <laughs> they have to be spread out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, it's happened. Mayor Adams in New York, that guy's more right, honest. Where does the cut that works right here? Uh, don't have it. Never okay. Heard. Well, cut 11, he also said this about violent crime, how reparations money will help. Oh, so in Philadelphia, we're just going to pay people not to shoot each other. Here's how that sounded. Cut America's chickens are coming home to roost. Are Chicagoans going to be safer in 2024? What I've built within these last seven months, in order for us to have a better stronger and safer Chicago, it really requires the full force of government. And as you've indicated, homicides are down, shootings are down. But yes, what we've experienced in the city of Chicago, cities all over the country are experiencing. And I've just released my full out um, community safety plan. 
that not only gets at the root causes of violence in the city of Chicago, but we're making critical investments. Those investments look like what I've, I've presented in my last budget, a quarter of a billion dollars to address homelessness, $100 million um, for violence prevention. We um, added $80 million more million to our youth employment uh, program, of which we hired 25,000 young people just this summer. Uh, that's a 20% increase from the previous year. I'm going to hire 4,000 additional young people this summer. We have stood up an, an entire office dedicated to reentry. So individuals who are returning to our communities who have been incarcerated because of failed policies, uh, we'll have a welcoming space for them. I've added a, a half a million dollars for restoration and reparations to address, again, the cycle of violence, which looks like school closings, closing of mental health. Okay, facilities. let's stop it there, Dan, before he gives out more money. And Poppy, Poppy <laughs> Harlow doesn't go, whoa, 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 as I would have jumped right into the ring there. Wait a minute, Mayor, back it up a little bit. What reparations? He used the word reparations here. We're giving reparations in order to stop violence. Of violence, which looks like school closings for restoration yeah. and reparations to address, again, the cycle the cycle. They're always addressing and addressing and addressing. They don't want to address the real root cause, the fatherlessness angle, the Soros-backed DAs that exacerbate that. Uh, big column in today's Inquirer op-ed, Solomon Jones, who I get along with really well. He's come on the show. I've you know, done stuff with him, Dan. But we differ. <laughs> Act 40, and we're trying to set up a big debate. Act 40 is the thing that says... This attorney general has to appoint a prosecutor who lives in Philadelphia to handle things that happen on or near SEPTA if they choose. And then Krasner has second dibs, I guess, is the way it goes. Trying to set up a debate by the bill's author, and you heard Sharif Street. Well, Solomon Jones says the heart of this Act 40 is just racism. That's what it's about, racism. Not that people are being murdered all over the place, attacked, carjacked, run over, hit and runs um, up and down the line with Krasner. So 2024 is going to be a huge year around that here in Philadelphia. Uh, by the way, the NYPD says they I wonder, Dan, you've never gone. I mean, it's the last place I would go. Have you ever gone to New Year's Eve in New York? No. I, I just I don't I, when I was working at Howard, I was working right. the week of New York okay. so I saw the whole setup, but I was out yeah. of dodge by the time that happened. Oh yeah, my god. No thank yeah. you. Well, NYPD is gonna be out in force because they believe it's one thing to disrupt as they did the Macy's Day parade. But they believe the Palestinian Hamas mob people, they want to disrupt the dropping of the ball. Oh, man. How? Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do climb that. Climb up on the, yeah. the mast? Yeah, but, uh, well. Form a line on the mast, yes. holding hands hanging from it or something? Uh, or? I don't know what they're going to do, or they get where the guy, I don't, headline to drop to protect uh, revelers from pro-Palestinians who want to uh, disrupt the ball drop. That's the headline in the New York Post. <laughs> ball drop, ball drop, you can hide. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes, I'm sure they will. I mean, it's just trying to make things miserable. Uh, Mariah Carey is not singing at that oh, again this year. I was hoping that hope she not. was. I love it when she... Do you? Yeah, no, not her singing. No, but when I know, she, but... She, she screwed, oh, I love it. But even when she screwed up, I just felt bad for the lady. It's like, oh, just on a grand stage, just one of the biggest mess-ups of all time. Oh, yeah, but I can't imagine... What a diva, being anywhere around. You think her voice is actually as bad as it was in New Year's Eve, or do you think it was a monitor issue? Monitor issue. Yeah. 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 I yeah. saw her the other night with Colbert, and Colbert was acting like he had three presidents there in the interview with yeah. her. Oh, it was so gracious you to come in. Yeah. One song, essentially, and uh, that's it. Did you see the Joe Biden video with her? Yes. Oh, I was Oh, yeah. 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 Biden. God knows what they told him. All right. So it's... Uh, who's, who's this? Yeah. Now, the all-time White House Miranda visit Carey? is Elvis with Nixon. And Elvis gave, uh, Nixon gave him a drug enforcement badge as he left. <laughs> that is going to be hard to beat. All right, so the phone lines are 855-839-1210. But to the point, Abbott, in what he unleashed here, is having real impact in a lot of these huge cities. And they don't know what to do, but they can't give up the sanctuary city. 
All right, we'll take more of your calls. Don't forget the side question. We got some great ones. It could. Oh, let me go to this, Dan, right now. I don't. I don't. This is this uh, will make people realize it can be a general one. Doesn't have to be a specific person or fictional person. Robert in Ben Salem's got one. Hey, Robert, Happy New Year. What do you have today? Happy New Year to you guys, too. It's good to talk to you again. Um, and I was really tempted to switch my answer, but now I can't. Okay. <laughs> you got to go with it. Oh, yeah. 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 You're locked I in. I got to go with it. <laughs> but I also, I just wanted to comment real quick. That caller, Harry Hurley. Yes. Real, I really enjoyed that call. Anytime I get somebody that I respect and I think is intelligent that I disagree with on things, I can listen to that or talk to people like that all day. That's why I call you, Dom. Well, we disagree. Well, thank you, Rob. Well, no, he's he's a dear friend, but on the Murphy stuff, oh I man, Dan saying Dan saying behind the scenes, can we get Tammy Murphy in that too? Yes. Oh my God, God. Save the Queen. That's it in the middle of it. Phil, you're fine. Well, now let's turn to Tammy. My God. Well, just keep in mind that there are people in the world that drive with two feet, think they can throw a football forty yards, and adjust. They're doing the rear view mirror with two hands while they drive, Dom. So. <laughs> That's There's a new room one. for all of this in this that's world. A, that's a new one. I don't do that with a mirror or that that I know. I know. I, yeah. I, I, like, I, I added that in. My original answer was off the board, so I decided to go with something I thought was rather amusing, and that is every husband that's ever been caught coming home late. Oh, boy. Perfect. And to that, I'd, to that I'd like to throw in, do you know what you call an Irishman that has been out oh, all night? What? Patty O Furniture, and I'm an Irishman, so I can say that. But you guys have a great day, all right? That's <laughs> oh, such Robert. a bad joke. <laughs> all right, a husband coming home for you. All right, I like Seth Williams too, the prostitute in a confessional. Oh man! Oh yeah. I don't know if you can run in Philadelphia on that one again, though. That's Asa uh... <laughs> uh, Khalif and Jimmy Matthews both nominate Donald Trump for oh the sweater. Yes. Now, there's, you asked, how do I have all these sort of, I mean, Jimmy Matthews, how can you not like it? That The guy I is just it. obsessed. He had people on Twitter the other day coming up with every spin imaginable why you don't say President Trump. Uh, he, yeah. he, he's a troll. Like, let's yeah. be honest, but he's a huge asset to the show. And, I, oh, yeah. I, and like, Happy and, New Year, Jimmy. Thank you for being a part of the show. And Asa Khalif, Dan, even though politically we differ, we're, we're friendly rescued me from the middle of that thing over at fourth and market he was the leader of the blocking traffic there in front of fox 29 oh yeah and the bullhorn woman who had the bullhorn right against my head as i was trying to inch the car the woman is crying to me can't you drive dom can't you drive imagine me driving the car over top of protesters in the middle of philadelphia imagine krasner coming in with swat teams the headlines conservative radio snows over protesters in philadelphia yeah it doesn't like their stance on mother Teresa or something yeah that's a real story though asa is a good guy uh and he um he was helpful in diffusing the whole thing dan I wish I had been there for that. Uh, that that's was, a memory right now in uh, the Tom Giordano archives. We yeah. didn't think Tom was going to get on the air that day, but he made it. Yeah, that... Uh, <laughs> the, that the producers are shaking and everything. Come on, Dom. Well, the morning show just, uh, you know, put me on live. And it was right out in front of our studio. And Mike Jarek didn't recognize me and say, what is that guy getting into the mob <laughs> out there for? On the air on Fox 29. Uh, yeah. yeah, her name was Valerie, by, yeah. the, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, Asa Khalif, I'm glad you were in on that. All right, your calls are straight ahead. Hit us with an all-time sweater. All right, Dom Giordano Show. It's 855-839-1210. Dan, have you seen the sexiest conservative women in America? No. Pin-up calendar, if you Google that. Oh, there's a pin-up calendar? Uh, Yes, and Riley Gaines is on the cover. And some uh, conservative pundits apparently don't get it. They're attacking it. It's um, Riley Gaines. Dana Lash, Sarah Gonzalez, who I don't know, and then a mock-up of Dylan Mulvaney, who was doing a parody of Audrey Hepburn. Uh, The outrage is coming as other conservative women simply can't believe that conservative men should approve of this. I don't get why. I mean, it's, uh, you know, there's nothing uh, pornographic Riley Gaines is in a bikini. It looks like what she swam in, sort of. You think it's over the top uh, for conservative women? 
I, I guess the argument would be it's offensive, right? Like, well, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Like, well, but I, I don't know. It's celebrating them. It's not like a leftist group putting it out. It's, it's a conservative beer group, right? Like, a, yeah. like an American beer group that put this yeah. out. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. It's celebrating their looks. The only thing I could think of is, you know, if you're an average-looking conservative woman, does this give you the impression that you're not going to be able to get ahead in the conservative movement because you're not wildly attractive enough to be on a calendar? Okay. Yeah, and I, I think and that's just yeah. playing devil's advocate because yeah. Well, now no, the, the, the counter is, yeah. and you see some of these conservative female pundits they're against this too. What about a calendar branded conservative dads filled with pictures? Uh, of uh, dads that are... I'll pose. There you go. That's right. We'll, uh, we'll we already send... did a calendar, Dom. We'll send... Uh, that's right. I already have my calendar. on a beach? Boy, I'd love to do... With socks on? I'd love to do part two then. Greg Stocker. <laughs> we had some great stuff. We had even better than the first Who would be on the conservative men calendar of 2023? Um, let's see. Bill O'Reilly's probably out. <laughs> Trump, uh, you know, I don't see him, uh, you know, O'Reilly's in the swimsuit out. there. Um, kill me? Can you imagine kill me? Like yeah, that? kill me. Kill me could make yeah. it. Uh, not Steve Deuce. Pete Hanks, that's definitely in there. Pete, Pete Hanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. He would make it. Jesse? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about Jesse Waters. I can't tell. And I did a thing with him. Uh, you need a full page spread of Tyrus, you know, yeah. like the old Burt Reynolds pictures. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Waters, I think, should apply for it. All right, uh, let's go to uh, Chris and Malvern. And Chris, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Chris, thanks for the wait. What do you have today? Uh, talk about politicians with bad hair. Uh, it was excruciating watching and waiting for somebody to notice that streak of black sweat slowly oozing oh, yes. down. Rudy. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Julianne, <laughs> It was just beyond brutal. I mean, just think when he was with Borat, he got caught up in that. Boy, Rudy hasn't had a good couple last years or so. No, nah, it was terrible. I kept screaming, somebody give him a handkerchief. <laughs> that is a good one, Dan. Uh, the hair dye sweat. Does he have any assistance? Like, I, I would be yeah. all over that if. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, he's got, I mean, I don't know how did he put the dye on. The sweat was so bad under the lights. It's spray that, hair like uh, George Costanza. Yeah, it might be a spray type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the spray hair thing. I think that's if, until it rains or until you sweat. <laughs> and, then it, like Giuliani, yeah. and then it comes uh, down. Bill and Palmyra on Talk Radio 1210. All right, Bill, who's an all-time sweater? My candidate, Dom, is a jab of the hut, especially when he was being uh, chained up to death by a prince. Yeah, jab of the hut, definitely uh, a contender. Dan, any more on Twitter? Uh, pulling it up now. Give me one sec. There, there are tons on Twitter. It's a, t- it's a really fun time. Um, you know, I'm going to take it off the board. Uh, Johnny from uh, Mulligan says it, and it could be a winner if somebody had called it in, but Ted Stryker from Airplane, that scene of the pilot where yes. he's just uh, drenched in sweat and it's uh, going all over. Uh, Angus Young, a uh, very big sweater there from my ACDC. And uh, how about, oh, man. I'll throw out uh, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but nobody said Springsteen, huh? No. Well, you no. kind of alluded to it at the beginning. Yeah, I think he is. I, mean, I, I, th- I think he does go all out. Jackie I mean. Gleason, great answer. Oh, Jackie Gleason, very good answer. Yeah. All right, uh, we're watching to see how it plays out now with Nikki Haley, again, addressing slavery all day. In other words, does this diminisher where Ron DeSantis stays alive in Iowa, for example, that... That's probably something that could happen here. And it's 
Really a shame that DeSantis has run such a poor campaign in a lot of ways. And also, he's running against somebody that people really want on the Republican side, some of it fueled by all those indictments against him in Trump. And it's a shame because, uh, Dan, here's an example of what DeSantis has done. And we may have these people on soon. A group has set up their own teachers union to oppose the third largest teachers union in the country, which is in Florida, to decertify uh, that teachers union. The Freedom Foundation has worked with Florida lawmakers to enact this bill, the most aggressive state labor reform bill since Scott Walker in Wisconsin. Now, for the first time, a major union has been put on serious defense in the fight for its existence. Now, hard it is to take out the third largest teachers union, one of the strongest in Florida, and DeSantis had a large hand in it, along with these other folks. But people, I think, by and large, still basically respect a lot of teachers. It's the teachers union. And I'm looking at various end-of-the-year lists, and you can give me one. Now, I was, and I'm not making this side question. We've got a great one today. End-of-the-year, the most annoying people out there. One, two, Randy Weingarten was one. Greta Thunberg was two. Even though you didn't hear as much about her, uh, she's right up there. And Randy Weingarten is beyond annoying, and she's just not annoying like Dylan Mulvaney. She's a person of consequence. She actually kept schools, I would say, closed three to six months more, at least, than they needed to be. And she did that with the CDC. You know the whole story. You know everything behind it. Yeah. I would say Thunberg is equally as annoying, Dan. I can't choose between those two. Who's the most annoying person in 2023 to you? Joy Behar. Still Behar? Oh, 100%. Ah, come on. Sonny, Hostin. Even more than Hostin, man. Uh, Hostin wins it for me. Yeah. Because Joy Behar, you know, is a dope, dizzy, that type. Hostin is just... just, Hostin's irrelevant. Like, nobody likes Joy Behar, but I do think there's a sect of women out there who do think Joy... You think she has I'm sorry, I don't like Hostin. Yeah, I think Behar has more power. Ah. Yeah. Not Whoopi. Like, I just yeah. think Hostin's a, you know, an analyst on the wall for the show, right. while I, where Joy and Whoopi are the main characters. So, yeah, Whoopi, too. But yeah. I, Joy, Joy's just more grating to me than Whoopi is. But Whoopi's very annoying. Well. I have weird tastes. And also the newsreader, the woman who just reads a piece of paper and says she's an independent, the blonde, the Sarah Haynes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, well, of course, the token Republican they put on there. But you think of, like, media headlines. I feel like eight out of ten of them are either Joy or Whoopi. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah without, I mean, there's still the chalk. Sonny Hostin, though, posing as a lawyer is good stuff. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Dan Time with Dom coming up, 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. Hit us with that all-time sweater. We've had some uh, great ones. Still waiting to see today, does the main Secretary of State come down and say, no, Trump can't be on the ballot? I'm betting she will, ultimately, for the simple reason they want their moment in the sun. And if she does, the Supreme Court is going to strike this down. But until they do, we're seeing this nonsense play out. And Pennsylvania is even in jeopardy. They're pushing the Secretary of State, who's Republican uh, in name only, big time, who uh, made national news because of not doing his job here in Philadelphia and the resulting outcry from uh, Trump supporters in 2020. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's Dan time. I can handle Yeah, that's right. It's that time of the afternoon that producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom. And first off, I just want to note tomorrow, 10 a.m., Anthony and I will be doing the other side live, filling in for Don Stensland. Uh, So 10 a.m. till noon, to any of your... uh, a full almost two hours of Dan time with uh, Anthony and Dom checking in hopefully at some point as well. Looking forward to that. Is that a promotion or a warning? I Probably a warning. Yes. Yeah, stay away from your radios for those two hours. <laughs> yeah, Greg's going to love me saying that. But Dom, uh, first off, I want to uh, highlight a, a great guy that used to work here at uh, Odyssey. Well, he still works for Odyssey just now in New York, that being Spike Eskin. Uh, he just tweeted out a tweet. Uh, there was a column that was written on ESPN Insider by Bill Barnwell. It was the uh, most annoying uh, teams to follow in the NFL. And the number one most annoying team, Dom, 
The Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, God. Yeah. And, and the guy says it's not really the team itself. He writes, a fan base with lofty expectations and a roster with meaningful flaws interact to a toxic effect. Eagles fans are not known for their patience. In week one of the 2018 season, during their home debut after winning the Super Bowl the prior February, fans booed the team. And it goes on a little bit longer, but it's all about the fans, Dom. Well, uh, now uh, Eagles players telling sports writers, tell them to stop cheering when we're on offense. We can't hear the signals. I mean, it's it's just an endless, endless. They just have something that's like crack cocaine. We've said that many times here. In Philadelphia, Dan, can it get any bigger? And the answer is yes. The coverage, the number of people. This is as big as the New York Yankees or any enterprise like or bigger. Yeah. Yeah, and hat tip to you, for real, because even before it became a problem, while we were still winning, you said Sirianni's going to turn into an issue, and this locker oh, room's going to spiral out of control. And he exactly is a what big we're seeing. issue. This guy is an imposter, yeah. How about some good news as we wrap up the year? Yes. Some uh, things that kind of flew under the radar in 2023 that you might not have heard about, that it, it's kind of breaking out in the science. For example, a new stem cell injection that halts the progression of multiple sclerosis is in clinical trials. So MS, there's the solutions for, and also the FDA has approved a treatment that cures sickle cell disease. Uh, not much reporting about that. The California Redwoods weathered the wildfires better than the scientists expected, recovering very well. NASA is able to communicate with data much further than previously expected. Some really good things happening uh, in and around the country, and even locally, Dama. I want to highlight the Adams County SPCA for the first time in 47 years. Mm -hmm. You saw this? Yes. They completely emptied out their animal shelter. No animals to go around. That is, if that happened in Philadelphia, it'd be national news. That is real good news. Yeah. Yeah. And, And medical science on these things, it's incrementalism, inch by inch by inch. You get better at cure rates and everything else. And uh, just a, like a PSA, I guess, me and Maisie, we're actually looking to get a dog here soon. Uh, oh, and okay. We, we got to go the route. We're going to try to rescue one. We're going right. to rescue a dog. And there's so many out there in Philadelphia that are close to the line of being put down yeah. and such. And if you're able to, you know, rescue a dog. And Are you a dog or a cat person? Because I know you got the cat, but you used to yeah, have a dog. We, we had dogs. I've told the story of Adolf. Yeah. My father's a German Shepherd. That's always gets people crazy <laughs> That dog was, it looked like a, I once saw him from afar and I thought, oh my God, it looks like a wolf. What was it, a German? It was A German Shepherd, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had all German Shepherds. Yeah, but Freddy the Cat is beyond anything we could imagine. I just, yeah, cats, they just, they, they want to be the in control of the relationship. Well, that's, uh, Dogs just want to be by your side and... No, Freddie does. He wants to be by your side, but he's got some peculiar stuff. Like, he won't go into the kitchen unless he makes one of us go with him. Other than that, <laughs> that's a rare thing we can't figure out. And how about some bad news, Dom? Uh, Amazon Prime video viewers, uh, for, what was free if you had Prime, their video service, are now going to start charging two ninety nine a month mm-hmm. if you want to avoid watching ads. So now ads coming to Prime. And uh, Reddit, Dom, uh, our millennials, it seems to have been convinced that uh, this whole inflation issue is corporate greed and not Biden. There was a post that went viral uh, on that subreddit uh, talking about the uh, Taco Bell prices, uh, blaming Taco Bell for their inflation. They went through a list, and I, I think you could have some fun with this. A 12-pack of tacos in 2023, Dom, twenty two ninety nine In 2019, how much do you think that cost? 12 hours. You're right on, yeah, eleven ninety nine. And it's it's all the way down. It's almost double the prices. And what they say is this is greedflation. This is yeah, just a corporate there we go. taking Bob advantage. Casey and Taco Bell. Uh, that's some high priced diarrhea. They write. We just gave ourselves. This is going to be the last time. Let's uh, boycott Taco Bell and try to get them. You know, he, he says I should have made the title F Taco Bell. We need to start boycotting fast food corporate price gougers. Not going to work though. People are not buying this, and uh, yeah, every little uh, thing, angle they can hit. Basically, they're going to blame people and say they just don't get it. Don't talk about inflation in the economy. No, that's what we want to talk about. That's what Republicans should be talking. It's going to be about. a full-on head-on effort for Democrats to try to not make that the number one issue, where it's by yeah. far the primary issue on a lot of voters. And mind. I don't think abortion. I'm, I'm starting to feel better about it. Still, some work to be done. The number one issue. Aside from what we know, inflation, the number one doable thing is are in the seven swing states, are Republicans going to be good enough on mail-in balloting? If they are, we're going to win. If they're not, we're not going to win. Yeah. It's a pretty simple thing, but they don't get it here.
Uh, Wonka's still getting great reviews. I had no idea that it was a musical. Uh, there's a lot of music pieces in mm-hmm. there. Uh, but uh, more in the world of entertainment, Bambi, The Reckoning, a horror film about the story of Bambi, now has a director and cast, and it's going to start production, kind of in the vein of the Winnie the Pooh horror film. Are you a fan of these? Have you checked any of them out yet? No. <laughs> no? No <laughs> desire to? No. Put it on a row? Yeah. Is there any, any, any childhood characters that you can think of that should uh, get a horror film uh, spinoff? Oh, my goodness. Mr. It's Ed? It's been a long day. Yeah, Mr. Ed should, yes. <laughs> Yes. That's all I got for Dan time today. All right. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Coming up, I'll give you a little bit right now, really. President Trump is blasting the Home Alone 2 director. Claims the cameo in the film made it take off like a rocket. We were kidding about it the other day. I think Trump has about seven or eight words uh, in Home Alone 2 in the Plaza Hotel. The movie director says that Trump really worked us over. If he didn't get a cameo, we couldn't film it at the plaza. Well, I don't see anything wrong with that. If I were Trump, too, I'd want a cameo after Home Alone had been just enormous. I don't think Home Alone 2 did quite as well, but it's a big moment. It's a fun moment. The director, his name is Columbus, Chris Columbus, uh, says, yeah, people cheered when Trump showed up on screen in the test screening. So I said to the editor, leave him in the movie. It's a moment for the audience. But he did bully his way into the movie. So this guy's complaining that Trump helped Home Alone 2 be a success. Now, Trump thinks 100 million more people watched it because of that cameo. I don't think so, because we didn't know Trump as well at that point. All right, uh, big 2 o'clock hour coming up, 855-839-1210. Do we have a winner yet? We've had some good ones. Hit us with that all-time sweater. And uh, a couple of uh, pushbacks. The uh, strangest story as we end of the year is what's up with John Fetterman? Now feuding with Carville, uh, feuding with the Hamas crowds. Is this guy a little bit uh, not as doctrinaire as we thought? Or is he just somebody, I think he's kind of bored with being a senator. So he's getting involved in any number of feuds, really. Imagine your two senators are Fetterman and Bob Casey Jr. What an odd couple. Maybe his favorite Dickie sweatshirt was uh, ruined. Yeah. No, he's been donning Steelers garb for some reason. That's now. what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, maybe she ruined his sweatshirt in the wash, and now he's pushing back against the I don't life. think Giselle's on the home front. She's fighting fires. Oh, okay. Ah. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.